my Big Black Fantasy Podcast. Episode 50 starts now. The Sammy Watkins stays banged up. He has a concussion just starting his car. But, uh... <laughs> Hello and welcome to my Big Black Fantasy Podcast. This is episode number 50. Number 50, dog. 50 episodes we've done. Man, we're moving and grooving, baby. Becoming just more and more popular by the week, folks. Um, I'm B. He's dog. We're heading into week nine. You know, pretty soon we're going to look up. There's not going to be any football, which is the same. Right. You know, you get to this point in the season, you're like, man, what am I going to do when the season ends? What, what, yeah. what hobbies do I have? Am I into crocheting, basket weaving? I'm not into either of those. So I need something to do. I need something to occupy my time. So that's neither here nor there, folks. Week nine's coming yeah, hit, up. Hit a, hit a couple massage parlors. You, know. you see, that is right in the line of what dog does. <laughs> you know, and we'll get into that later. That's, that's a whole other <laughs> show, another time. Um, week nine, uh, show number 50, and it seems only appropriate for show number 50. We're going into a week where we face off against each other. Ooh, game of the week. It's the game of the week. You have a rematch of the championship, which dog won for the third time. I'm going to go ahead and say it before he does. Um, And we're in, as usual, two different places in the season. Uh, You're now at four and four after a win last week. I'm at six and two after a win last week. What's your mindset on this game in particular, particularly going against your nemesis, your arch rival? And that's me, folks, in case you didn't know. What do you think? Well, to, to me, uh, if I beat you, I feel like I'm going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, you know, because I'm right where I want to be. This is usually like how I play. You know, I'm a grinder. Um, you know, I, I chop people down to my size. Even though you have a more powerful team, I can still chop you down. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm ready, man. You know, this is a big game for me. And, um I don't I'm I'm five hundred, I'm four and four, so it's no sense to go to four and five. I need to be, you know, four and five. I mean five and four. You know what I'm saying? So I need to get above five hundred and shit. Just cruise into that uh cruise, stay in the playoffs. See right now I'm in the sixth spot. So I'm in the playoffs right now, but I need to stay there because we have a pretty tough lead. A very competitive. You know, so, uh, yeah, man. And so uh my mindset is to really just knock your block off. You well, know, and and hope hope that uh, a few of your players end up injured like they usually do, you know, um, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> you know, wish you nothing but bad luck this week. You know, well, many fuck yous to you too, dog, because <laughs> I'm in the same mindset, and yeah. I, and I'm looking at it a little differently because it's six and two. I'm obviously I need. You know, when you get to win number seven in a twelve man PPR league, you're usually in unless something bizarre happens. So this seventh win is important to me. And people say, well, you're six and two. You'll win one more game for the season. No, that is not guaranteed, especially the way yeah. players are dropping. I'm losing like a player and a half a week by my calculations. Yeah, you don't want to have that mindset. No, I don't want to be searching for win seven in week 11. You know, right. you drop three games. I want, to, I want it now because in my case, I'm going after a buy. I got two guys ahead of me who both beat me. So I need them to lose and me to win. Because I need I, every every season, I start off with the goal of getting the buy. Because mm-hmm. as I've said before in the show, just like Vegas, the more you play, the more chance you have to lose. So you want to play one less game than everybody if you can. 
So right. that's where I'm at. And right now, Dog is in my way of that seventh victory. So I'm going to treat him like he's trying to get in the club, and I'm the bouncer. And I'm going to be like, sir, you don't belong here. I'm going to grab him by his ear and throw him out. And then I'll be on my road to the playoffs once again. So bad luck to Dog as we go to week nine um, on show number 50 here, folks. You, you heard it here first. Um, in preparing for this game, dog, I like I said, I've been dealing with injuries. I've been thinking about trades. I've already made two trades already. I usually only make one a season for whatever reason. Um, right. Try to address my wide receiver position. I'm one of the people who lost Kennedy, Kenny Galladay this past week. Um, yeah. I was wondering, we could share with the folks, when do you know it's time to make a trade? Um, like when my back, you know, like if Le'Veon Bell doesn't kick up and start playing like Le'Veon Bell mm. and just time to make a trade, like I'm trying to rip Rock's head off and go get a Leonard Fournette or something like that. You know, like, uh, just, I need a more powerful back. Yeah. You know, uh, my boy, uh, Justin Jackson, he's coming around and with the chargers. So he might be that guy, you know, cause I'm having a problem with my backs. So I'm, I'm kind of, I want to trade for a back. But my wide I don't want to give up any of my wide receivers because I'm really strong there. Yeah. And um, and at the tight end position, I'm decent. So, you know, I'm I, I'm trying to see what I can do, you know. And, you know, you like if I lose uh, to you, I, it's time for a trade. I need, I'm going to need to get a back because I've been sliding through. You know, I've been barely making it with my backs. My backs have been playing subpar. Um, I think the best back – performance i've had was with uh, latavius murray mm-hmm. and he's a backup you know yeah so you know I, that's why i'm having a little problem issues with my backs yeah no i look at it like this and it's it's a, always a formula with me whenever you have a surplus in one area I meaning you have too many backs or a lot of backs or receivers or whatever like you have a lot of you have like you said strong receivers you have a surplus and you have a need when those two yeah. things meet that's when you make a deal and, right. you know, you have a it, 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 I always advise people before the draft, you have to feel comfortable with certain players when you draft and you have you have your opinions about these different players. When you're starting the week with a, a player who you're just not comfortable with, that's when you try to pull the trigger. If you have a surplus, meaning you have more than you need at one position and you have a need and that need, of course, would be that spot that you're just not comfortable with. So. Not successful this week pulling off a trade in my matchup with Dog. I'm I'm rolling with a banged up squad, but still a very formidable squad. Um, you know, it's again, it, it speaks to what we said a couple weeks back. Stay deep this year, particularly COVID injuries because of a lot of these injuries, like we said, were not or were probably because of the lack of training camp or whatever. Have to stay deep this year. Have to essentially have a second team on that bench if you, if you can. Yeah, so you're right. That that's where we're at. Um, speaking of COVID, um, minor COVID warning, but a warning nonetheless. Um, yeah, San Francisco and Green Bay they play tonight. Uh, couple players, personnel, whatever, positive readings and whatnot. It doesn't seem like that game's in jeopardy. Um, also, Houston, uh, who plays Jacksonville this week. They had to shut down their facility because of COVID. Somebody comes up with a positive test there. 
Um, not the same sort of worry and concern shown by the league uh, with these outbreaks as you know in the early part of the season, which makes me think the NFL has this under control. Do you, I mean, do you get that feeling, dog, that the NFL they've been through this now and they've kind of got it handled? We haven't yeah. really talked about, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm proud of the NFL, you know, because they do have a lot of personnel, and um, and it's going to be harder than what the NFL can't play in a bubble. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, um. I think they're doing a really good job keeping it under control. Of course, you're going to have uh, a person here and there, you know, but as long as they don't affect the whole team, you know, yeah. and, um, you know, they could just uh, quarantine them, you know, for 14 days or what have you. But I think they're doing a great job, man. I'm, I mean, you know, the, you know, hey, hats off to Roger Goodell, man. Your yeah. boy. And I mean, yeah, that, hey, I'm a, I'm a fan of the commissioner. Um, I'm not going to lie. Um you know, you started this season thinking, oh, first of all, you didn't know if you were going to get a season. So you had nightmares about that because you're thinking about, okay, what about my fantasy? What about my teams? What about my players? We get a season. We get blessed with the season. The NFL is like the only league that never hesitated about that because I just think there's just too much money at stake with the NFL. Just they, yeah, There was yeah. never a consideration to be like, no, there's no season. So that was great in, in this case. And then once we got started, we ended up with the, you know, the rescheduled games. And you started to have fears that, oh, shit, you know, this this season may not last. There may be a break in the season. It may be weird and all this other shit. How is this going to affect fantasy? You know, for selfish reasons, obviously. But like Doc says, it, it's good to see. I, it's really amazing how they've been able to do this, uh, considering the number of players and the contact. It's a contact sport or a collision sport, if you will. So hats off to the league. Great job. Keep the games coming. It's the only thing keeping us sane in this very weird environment. Um, you know, we got presidential shit that hopefully breaks sometime today. And, you know, this is my back, big black fantasy podcast. So, you know where we are on the side of the election, mostly. Um, so, um, NFL has been there as a distraction. Uh, let's keep it coming. Uh, definitely. Um, getting into game stuff. Let's get into game stuff. Bye weeks. Yeah. We always bring your buys uh, every week to make sure you got the, as you set your lineup for Thursday, because this is the start of the season, or start of the week, rather, you're getting those players out who you just don't need in. You don't want to make that mistake and leave the wrong guy in who didn't play, and you get a zero, and it's a meaningless loss, and whatever. So, on bye weeks this week, Cincinnati Bengals, Cleveland Browns, Philadelphia Eagles, Los Angeles Rams. Get them all out. You don't need them. Prepare them for next week. Um, Going right into injuries, uh, Christian McCaffrey's back, dog. Mm. Um, yeah, that's you know that's going to help, and that's going to help uh, Christian McCaffrey owners and hurt the Davis owners. Yeah. So, and speaking of, no, but speaking of that, you you jumped right into it. What if you have Mike Davis? What do you do with him? You trade him. Uh, you trade him. Uh, you might. Nah, it depends, man. How deep you are it depends on your squad. Yeah. Uh, you can put him. You can put him in a package deal with somebody. Yeah. Uh, because you never know, Christian could end up hurt again. Mm-hmm. So. I would put them in a package there, or I might even drop them, you know? Yeah. So, because it's getting to, toward crunch time. Just yeah. like you said, you don't need anybody. You used to always tell me this. You don't need anybody on a roster that's not going to give you anything. Exactly. You he, know, so. Yeah. You know, so, you know, if he's not going to give you anything, he's just going to be on the bench. Shit, fuck it. Yeah. Trade them or drop them or, you know, get get somebody else. You know, like, you know, just pick somebody else up. Get on that waiver wire and see who's hot. Mm-hmm. And hopefully you'll look up and get somebody like I did, you know? Yeah. No, I could see dropping them, like you said, dog. And it really does at this point, like we, we're going to keep saying. It depends on your situation. If your bench right. is stacked, 
and you like you said, if there's nothing this man is going to do, and the, you know the coaches are saying the usual shit. Well, you know, Mike Davis did a really good job, and he's going to play continue. No, you can't bank on that because Christian has been injured. They've made an investment in Christian. Christian is the face of their organization. He's going to get yeah, the carries. He's a, he's a fucking three down back. Yeah, so, and then you might want to um, just see how the game flows, like the Carolina game, like the first game back, like see. You know the the snappers. You know how many snaps he's getting. Yeah. You know, are they sharing? You know the snaps. So, you know that could, you know, they they could kind of try to ease him back in, not try to give him so much, uh, too much of a load. You know. Exactly. So anything. You know, just take your time about it. You know, probably want to see the next game and you know then figure it out from there. Yeah, and one thing I might suggest is. Searching if you if you have Mike Davis and you 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 know you've been riding him and the person who has Christian McCaffrey in your league obviously has a hole in their lineup now they got Christian back and now you got to figure out what to do with Mike. Look to trade Mike to that Christian McCaffrey owner, you know, just in case it's an insurance thing. You're not gonna get a marquee player. Lower your expectations. You're not gonna get like Julio Jones for Mike Davis at this point. So let's let's stop that shit right now. Look for another bench player on their squad who is comparable and maybe pull that trade and pitch them on the insurance you need for Christian. Because, you know, he may, like Dog said, he may get hurt again. You never know. Um, yeah, and then you have to, you know, with these trades too, and look at your league and the makeup. Because uh, you should be familiar with the players in your league, you know, the GMs and his coaches and shit. So try to get the ass. If they're like in last place or – uh, struggling and desperate, you could try to gut them, and you know, because they might just want to make a desperate move. Yeah, you know, that's what I would do too. Like I might go after Rock before yeah. that. Rock's in last place. Mm-hmm. He might just want to make a move. He might. Know, run, so. he, he may think that he can go on a run. And yeah, you take like Dog said, you take advantage of yeah. the vulnerability of people yeah. who are not doing well. And it sounds bad because in ordinary life, you wouldn't take care of the vulnerable. Well, of course you would, but that's neither here nor there. But you. Yeah. Know your league, in, sh- in short words, is what I'm trying to say. Know your league. Know what other people are going through. Um, yep. If you are on the bubble trying to make the playoffs and you, you, you're you itching to make a deal, seek out that guy because he may have something for you and he may just right. fall for whatever you got going. Um, another injury, Calvin Ridley with the Atlanta Falcons. Um, you know, hurt his ankle Thursday night. Um, looks like he could be back this week. I I think this I think if he misses obviously with Julio doing better I think it raises Julio's value. What do you think, Doc? Yeah, I think it does raise Julio's value. Then I think Julio is playing in his feelings right now because you know people are trying to say really's the number one. It, it was almost a situation when um, Julio took over for uh, what's the cat's name back in the day with the dreads. He was really good. His mama named Clay. Oh, uh, Roddy, 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 Roddy White. White. There you go. Yeah. Julio kind of, you know, you could like the changing of the guard a little bit because Julio does stay banged up, but because he runs so hard and he's so big, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, and he gets hit a lot low. But, yeah. You know, shit, man. I think it does raise his, uh, his, 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 uh, fantasy, uh, value though. Most definitely. Most definitely. Um, to, uh, but I just hate Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan just sucks. It's just something with that Atlanta shit. It's just, uh, Julio needs to get out of there. Yeah, it, it, you just don't get a fee, good feeling with Matt Ryan either. And this goes for fantasy or in in real life uh, that he's going to pull through for you in a big game. Um, 
had a better year than I thought after, you know, studying these players all offseason. Had a slightly better year than I thought last year. But ultimately, this year, he's the same old Matt Ryan. Um, just a guy I, I would never put on a fantasy team. It's just that feeling you get. Um, when he blew the Super Bowl, I was and – and actually, he didn't blow the Super Bowl. The coach blew the Super Bowl. But I knew – it's one of those things by association. I knew that a team like – that has Matt Ryan on it could lose that lead. I was never believing that the Patriots are out of that game. And he's part of that reason. Um, T.Y. Hilton hurt. Um, this is a big whoop. You know, like, okay, yeah, he wasn't doing well. I told you weeks ago Pascal's the number one. That being said, Pascal hasn't really performed as the number one, even though he's still getting the targets. Um, I don't think there's anything to say here, dog, anything of interest. He's out. He hasn't performed. Dog, do you right. see any real big whoop with uh, T.Y. Hilton? No, not at all. Um, just – Philip Rivers and T.Y. could never get a rapport, man. Yeah. You know, they, they, they've never been on the same page. And I think Philip is really done. You know, uh, yeah. he, he needs to go on and hang it up. And they need to go on and get the quarterback in there so they can utilize the talent of T.Y. You know, this was a wasted career year for T.Y. Hilton for stats. Mm-hmm. You know, because, uh, you know, he was a premier receiver when Luck was in there. You know, he was a, he was a um, threat. Now he's just like, you know, he's not. Not. Yeah, and I said it before. Um, without Andrew Luck or uh, Peyton Manning, Ty's numbers are just very pedestrian. They're not anything to write home about. Um, I had uh, Philip Rivers last year and saw the writing on the wall that he was not near the same guy, and it was time to break ranks and, and leave Philip. And the Chargers saw the same thing, and I think he's going to now waste away in Indianapolis. Um, another sort of, oh, well, category, um, Daryl Henderson hurt with the Rams. Does it really matter, dog? I mean, every week it's a different back and nobody knows who's going to play. Is it Malcolm Brown? Is it Cam Akers? It slightly raises both their value, but I don't think you know who plays. I just think, no. you, you know. It, it, and it's, it's almost like a, if, if I had to play Malcolm Brown, it'd be like, a desperation play. You know, it's just like I, I'm just hoping he gets in the box. Yeah. I'm just hoping he gets me 10 points. Yeah. You know, so uh, it's just like that backfield is really tricky. Yeah. You know, you kind of beat me off that trade, too. You kind of got me good. Well, it it is one of those things where depending on what it is in the season, you know, since you, since that trade, and then we're talking about the trade we made, Malcolm Brown, dog gave me Malcolm, or sorry, I gave dog Malcolm Brown for Julian Edelman. Well, Edelman's out too. So. That's what I'm saying. So Edelman, I've since cut because he, I have no space. He, he was not going to play for weeks. He's had the surgery or whatever. You still have Malcolm Brown on your team because Malcolm Brown still has value. Is that he may get 20 touches in a game. He could, that could still happen for him. If Henderson, yeah, probably, probably the game I don't have him in. Too. Yeah, well, that that's the thing. But the thing is, <laughs> you're you're only one injury away from him becoming a full time back. If Acres gets yeah. hurt, then you're right there. So right. the player you traded me, I no longer have, and the player I traded you still has value. So it just depends on what part of the season. I was fortunate enough to get Edelman's twenty five point game, which was great. But right. since then, he gave me dick, nothing, zero, zilch, nada, any other way you want to say zero. He that's what he gave me. Um, looking ahead, uh, more injuries, um, you know, nothing, Devonte Freeman's out, obviously Wayne Gallman's the number one, uh, San Francisco can't get, 
you know, bright health-wise. Debo Samuel and now Brandon Ayuk because of uh, COVID. Samuel has the hamstring. Uh, Brandon has the Rona. Um, they're you know, you get into Garoppolo and everybody else. Do you, you know talking about Garoppolo? Do you feel comfortable starting Nick Mullins in your fantasy league? Do you, you go for a week? You, just, you know, do you feel comfortable no. with any of that? Yeah, no, I don't. And now, not at all. You're starting to wonder. It's like Kyle Shanahan's offensive whiz, but the team has not looked good offensively this year. And now they got these injuries. Is San Francisco in trouble? Like, what do you think, dog? Yeah, I think they're in trouble, and you know that. The defense is not stopping anybody, you know. So it's like the offense used to feed off the defense. It's just they suck. Yeah, you know. So, and I've never been really a Jimmy Garoppolo fan. You know what I mean? So uh, unless you know, like he dated that porn star, I like that. But yeah, Jimmy. Other than that, shit, he 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 he's just not the one. And I think they wasted their bread on him. Really, they gave him that big contract and they stuck with him and married to him. Yeah. You know, so he has to deal with it. Mm-hmm. No, Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Porno. Shanahan, you know. <clears throat> yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo, as, as he's commonly known around here. Um, one of his Man, targets. I was, I was happy he he took her out. On oh, that's, I mean that's that's ballsy. I I mean Man, he's like, ballsy. look at me. I would, I, I would do the same thing. Yeah, uh, single. Yeah, I do. And then I dare somebody to say something to me. Like, yeah, I dare yeah, you to say some shit. I'm out here with yeah. this porn star. Everybody's seen her yeah, vagina. Yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah. So having a good time. Yeah, but it, off the field, Jimmy's winning. On the field, he has not earned that money right. yet, and I, I think he's one of those folks that that earned something, a, a big sum of money off of five games that really didn't mean anything or show really anything. But I think people in San Francisco were just excited because they just oh, anytime anything happens in San Francisco, oh my God, he's the next Joe Montana. No, he's not. Okay, no. he's not. Um, George Kittle, of course, with the Niners, also out. Ooh. Big big that loss. Would you? I mean, in a pinch, do you pull? Do you feel comfortable with Eric Reed at, at tight end? Um, no, because I don't believe in Jimmy Garoppolo's ability to give him the ball. Well, you know, Jimmy's he, out well, too. He, Jimmy's out too. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Well, San Francisco would find. Well, you know what? Jimmy is out, but Mullins might find him. You know mm-hmm. what? You you have to like if you had you know. I mean, you have no choice almost. You know, you can go in there and get another tight end from another team, but you might go ahead and get Eric, I mean, uh, Jordan Reed, because he's, he's decent, you know, but he's injury prone also, but Hey, I, you know, you got to try something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I said, on and, you know, I said, I Eric Reed, I meant Jordan Reed. His mama named Clay. Jordan Reed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My bad. I was going to get him. Yeah. Eric Reed's out the league, isn't he? I'm pretty sure he is. I don't know why I said Eric Reed, but it's early. Um, so let's see. I think we still got more injuries. Um, this well, this segment will just so say so many injuries. I know it's like okay, so I'll ask you. Mark Ingram's out. Do you feel comfortable with J.K. Dobbins or Gus Edwards putting in your no. lineup? Yeah, I don't feel good with anybody in that backfield. You know, I I dropped Mark Ingram, so mm-hmm. I couldn't stand it anymore, and you know, I couldn't take it. You know, because I thought he was a more of a premier back. You mm-hmm. know, they should be featuring him more. Yeah, but you know, because he is the better of all three of the backs. Mm-hmm. But they're just not giving him the ball. He's not giving the getting the touches. Uh, it's just, I don't know what's going up on in Baltimore up there. Uh, Lamar Jackson's falling off a little bit. Um, so we'll see. They got a tough defense though, but it doesn't look it doesn't look too good for uh, the Ingram. 
Yeah, I I would say that obviously J.K. Dobbins is. Uh, value and Gus Edwards value raises more. Gus Edwards, I would say probably a, slightly more than J.K. Dobbins because he's the one who still starts. Anytime you got the starter, that's the guy who you want in that relationship if you're going to go that route with the Baltimore running back by committee situation. However, you always are hearing footsteps if you have Gus Edwards because at some point, based on hype, based on the draft pick they used on him, they they got to find a way to get J.K. Dobbins the ball. So you're going to lose carries to him regardless. But this late in the season, you need a back. Gus Edwards is not a bad pickup. Um, he out-touched or out-carried uh, J.K. by one carry last week. It seems that he will at least, you know, in name only be the lead back. They're, they're essentially going to get the same amount of carries it, it, based on last week's game. So uh, he, slight, slight value there for J- uh, Gus Edwards in, in terms of a, a, an edge over J.K. Dobbins this week. Um, Kenny Galladay, we mentioned is out. Um, Marvin Jones seems to be the obvious replacement. Do you feel comfortable going with Marvin Jones long, long term in this situation, dog? Yeah, I, I do because, uh, he has a rapport with, uh, Stafford, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, yeah, I do. I, I feel comfortable uh, with Marvin Jones. Yeah. This late in the season, you just want a guy who he now is going to be the focus of Stafford. Uh, his numbers have not been there this year to a point where you, you're super confident in Marvin Jones. But the situation dictates if you don't have any other options, he's not a bad guy to have on the squad. Um, one more last injury report. Uh, Kenyon Drake looks like uh, he's not going to play this week. OK, so you're now going to have Chase Edmonds. Obviously, the comfort level with Chase Edmonds is high. Um, he's shown he could do it in the past. Um, may even take Kenyon Drake's job. Uh, Dog, you agree with that? Yeah, you know, uh, Kenyon Drake's like a scat back. You know, he's uh, he runs pretty well, but it, it's just not – he's not an, an every down back. You know, he's more of a – to me, he's more of a third down back. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I think he'll get the spot taken by Edmonds. Yeah, I think that's coming. Uh, I, I, and we told people, again, in the fantasy draft super show that we did, Mm-hmm. The, the hype on Drake was overstated. It, it just was. It wasn't. It, he's not worth the first down, first round pick because he just simply has not done it over a full season before. And that's what you have to look at when you're thinking about a number one pick, folks. Um, add suggestions, dog. It's that time of the show. Who are you adding this week? Um, I'm adding Jordan Wilkins, man. He's the running back for uh, Indianapolis Colts, mm-hmm. and um, like shit, he had 20 touches last week and got 19 points. Yeah, you know, and he got in the box. Yeah, so uh, I mean, that's who I'm adding. Um, then you know, I always change up my defense a little bit and try to, uh, you know, change it up due to the matchup. Like the Tennessee Titans, I'm gonna try them again. Mm-hmm. Add add them, and um, that's that's really about it. Yeah, um, I'm I got a, a a trio of players. Um, well, actually, maybe I'll just make two because one of them's been hurt since or kind of banged up. Anyway, Jacoby Myers, New England Patriots. Like I said, I'm in a pinch at wide receiver. He's been the one bright light since Cam returned. Uh, Cam has looked for him multiple times. I think he got 10 targets either last game or the week before, whatever. Um, playing the Jets, which is always, a you know, should ring a bell whenever you see the Jets come across because they're just a horrible, horrible organization, franchise, whatever you want to call them. Um, Jacoby Myers, uh, starting receiver. I imagine uh, 
based on what Kansas City did to the Jets last week, New England and Bill Belichick, you're probably taking notes from that, you think? So Jacoby Myers this week. Um, I mentioned Gus Edwards. Uh, slight edge over J.K. Dobbins might be worth a pickup uh, as we move forward. Um, I have Matt Breida on my list. He has a hamstring injury, so I'm taking him off that list for right now. He may, the last report is he has a chance to play this week. If not, uh, because, you know, Miles Gaskin's out and another guy I lost this week, and Matt Breida would be out if he can't get go with that hamstring. Time to f- fire up Jordan Howard. Uh, you know, not really exciting news <laughs> based yeah. on what Jordan Howard has done this year so far, but that's it. Also, my ad, Doggy's talking defense with the Titans. I'm talking defense with the Washington football mm-hmm. team, which still sounds funny saying it, but... You know, they, they're the WFT instead of the WTF, the what the fucks, whatever you want to call them, the Washington yeah. football team. OK, so d- defense. And that's all a part of stalking the New York Giants uh, is one of three teams I mentioned that you search out when you're getting a defense. The New York Giants, the New York Jets and the Dallas Cowboys. Anytime you got them on the road, take the home team's defense. Um, rising star of the week, dog. Who do you got? Um, My rising star. Of the week's gonna be Justin Jackson mm-hmm. um, from the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, um, you know I think he's starting to um, get all the touches over there, and he's starting to be the number one back. Um, man, he had 16 fantasy points last week. I mean, shit, touched the ball 17 times, and you know, and he got a few targets. You yeah. know, he had five targets, and then he had uh, three receptions. Yeah, so. That's going to be my rising star. I think they're going to start like, you know, maybe he'll turn into the Melvin Gordon that they're looking for. Maybe. They're trying to fill that void that they lost. Maybe. You know, so maybe. maybe. Um, I got two. Uh, Josh Allen bounces back. Uh, three. And I mean, when I say subpar, he was playing lights out so early in the season. He had three subpar games. We're not the only awful game he had was last week. I think he gets right against uh, who's he playing there? Seattle. Seattle's giving up big plays to everybody. I think it's going to be a shootout. Josh Allen um, at home versus Seattle, mm-hmm. rising star. And let's give some love to Noah Fant, who slowly but surely is becoming a you know reliable. It's tough with tight ends to rank them, but right on the verge of being, I won't say premier, but a every week player really i mean he's done it he was banged up came back um looks like he's got who is it he plays who's denver play this week denver plays atlanta so um the falcons are garbage that he has that going for him they are at home rising stars of the week uh what did i say Jeez, i can't talk now (laughs) josh allen and noah fant those are my guys um who are you dropping this week there dog um, I'm talking to Mark Ingram. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I just can't deal with it anymore. It's, that backfield just – then he stays hurt, you know, yeah. and yeah. that doesn't help, you know, because when he gets back in, he's probably going to be, like, on the third string or some shit. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that, that's who I'm dropping, Yeah, Mark Ingram. He has to go. And that's hard because you think of Mark Ingram, you're, the name, it's hard to drop that name, but he has to go. Yeah, uh, that's totally understandable. Um, Zach Pascal is on my drop list, as is Hunter Renfro, and for different reasons. Zach Pascal, I mean, it's, it tells you where you are in the season because bench spots are at the premium. 
Zach Pascal with Hilton out is the number one. Like I said it is the number one receiver. However, his performance has not done anything with all those with all those targets. He hasn't turned them into anything. So, right. If you're in a pinch, you need it, and you probably are this season. You go ahead and sit Zach Pascal on that waiver wire. You go ahead and say, okay, Zach, I'll catch you later. He'll be there later if you're if you need to stream a wide receiver like I may need to do in light of my injury to Kenny Galladay. Uh, Hunter Renfro, solid game last week, 12 points, but only 21 snaps. Um, you don't you don't want any part of that because right. you got two young studs that the Raiders drafted, and actually you got Aguilar also. Um, tough to know how a player like Renfro will get continue to get uh, uh, an abundance of snaps with those three guys, young guys who the Raiders would like to see um, in terms of what they can do. They're all high draft picks, so. Hunter Renfro, Zach Pascal, I tell you it's okay to drop. Disappointment of the week, dog, who do you got? Um, I need a lot of fire into this guy's ass. My disappointment of the week was Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. Um, You know, man, you got to go in here and demand the ball. I know they got the rookie there. Um, you need to let these uh, – you need to take charge, man. You Le'Veon Bell, you need to be a captain on that team. You know, show them that I am the best back in the league and I do need the rock. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, he got a few a few targets and ran the ball a couple times. But, look, I'm going to talk to Andy Reid like, man, look, let me loose. You know what I'm saying? It's a contract year. You know, you're trying to get paid. Mm-hmm. Um, let me loose, man. That that was my disappointment because that's unacceptable for Le'Veon Bell just to have five points. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, no, I get yeah, it. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. So that was my disappointment of the week. Um. My disappointment of the week, Jimmy Graham, Chicago Bears. Uh, last week, I told you guys that he was, you know, going to do something. He's he's an every week starter. I still think he is. And when I say disappointment, I say that mildly. He he contributed to that more than I did. He dropped at least two passes that I remember, which pro- probably would have put him, you know, the difference between having a good week and a bad week were probably those two drops. Um, he's my disappointment. Um, he's also where I was wrong. Uh, Jimmy Graham, like I said, the three points he got, uh, not kosher. Uh, he's, he's where I was wrong. I told you last week to drop off, drop, uh, or, or sorry, I told you last week to pick up LaMichael Perrine. He only got four points, eight carries versus KC. Al, what is it? Uh, Frank Gore had more carries. Um, that's the danger you have with dealing with the Jets. It would seem like they would just feed LaMichael Perrine to see what he could do because he's the rookie. He's the fourth-round pick. They decide at this point in the season that Frank Gore needs more carries for his Hall of Fame resume. Don't understand it. It's probably why you should stay away from the Jets. Uh, where were you wrong, dog? Well, I was wrong with a couple things, but I was really wrong with fucking um, Latavius Murray. Yeah. Um, you know, and he just didn't, you know, just... He Latavius usually gets enough touches, you know, to, you know, at least 10 points. Mm-hmm. You know, he gets enough touches to give you 10 points. Yeah. And um, I was also wrong with, uh, what's his name, um, Evan Ingram. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you know, he's having subpar games. It's, it's, I guess it's something to do with Danny Dimes because he's some garbage. Yeah. So uh, th- that's where I was wrong. So that yeah. was it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, in terms of where we were right, uh, 
I was right with Todd Gurley. Um, continue to ride him. There was a bizarre period in that game uh, last Thursday where he just sat on the bench for three series, and then he bounced back, got a touchdown, <clears throat> excuse me, actually saved his game. He ends up with 10 points, a solid performance, not, you know, earth-shattering by any means, but still solid. So I'll take credit for Todd Gurley. I'm going to, I mean, I can't do anything but ride with him. He's a f- fifth-leading rusher in the league. You think he leads in touchdowns or is in the top two or three, whatever it is. Um, I told you about Jamal Williams last week. In light of Aaron Jones being hurt, picking him up, he ends up with 17 points versus Minnesota, but won't play this week because of his uh, so, or close contact with uh, their other running back, Dylan, who has COVID. So he's out this week. And then you got uh, Wayne Gallman, another guy I told you to pick up. He ends up with 12 points versus Tampa. He's the, you know, he's the starter until otherwise notified, not on a great team, but in a pinch. Go ahead, throw him in that flex. He got 12 points last week, and he's been doing it against tough teams, folks, which you admire. So the matchup hasn't really been an issue for him as, you know, lately. It's not, it doesn't make him a Hall of Famer by any stretch, but Wayne Gallman was a good pickup. Still good to keep on your team because he is the starter in New York. Um, Moving on to the sneaky play of the week, dog. Oh, wait, I got to ask you where you were right. Go ahead, dog. Where were you right? I was waiting. I was waiting on that because I've been waiting <laughs> on this offer. Curtis Samuel. The, oh, man. That's oh. where I was right, man. I went and got this cat, man, and put him in my lineup, and he blessed me. Oh, know? He, and an it's early blessing. Point. Yeah, it's nothing like yeah, that early blessing, blessing, right, on Thursday you know, night. You want Just like tonight, I want to smack you in the mouth with uh, um, Rodgers and uh, Devontae Adams. Mm. I hope they so, both pull hamstrings. Yeah, so I want to try to hop out on you, maybe about fifty points. Yeah, and um, other than that, that's why I was man. That's why I was right, man. Yeah, Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel. I mean, a pick. I, well, I, I had to, when I was watching the game. I had to wonder because I'd seen you picked him up, and I was like, okay, what is he doing here? What did you see that made you want to pick up Curtis Samuel? Well, I saw that Teddy Bridgewater spreads the ball around a mm. lot. And then um, I was just hoping that, you know, shit, he gets the ball. Like, with their offense they run, they hand him the ball, too, a lot. They do a lot of trick plays. So they like put the ball in his hands. They like putting the ball in his hands because he's pretty quick. Yeah. So, and I said, well, hey, I was looking for a receiver. I needed to play someone because Sammy Watkins stays banged up. He has a concussion just starting his car. But, uh <laughs> You know, I just threw him in there. I just, I just, I saw him, you know, available. And I said, man, look, let me take a shot at this guy. He's pretty, he's decent. Yeah. You know, and I just said, I threw him in there. Like, you know, hey, I lucked up. Yeah. Now, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how they use him after McCaffrey gets back. Because the thing that was val- adds value is those, yeah, re- those, those running plays. You know, him getting yeah. the, a couple running plays makes him, you know, if, if that becomes a regular thing, that's something for somebody to watch as the season progresses as someone you can stick on your bench and stash um, because he scores in a couple different ways. So the good pickup by dog, he was right there. We'll give him credit for that. And um, it, it, it was a big part of your win. Cause it started, like I said, it started off the week, right? So good job there, doggy. We'll be back with more of my big black fantasy podcast. After these words, you know, fantasy season is upon us. Everybody's excited, but you know, who gets left out. You know, the fantasy, the, you know, the wives, the wives get left out, the girlfriends, you know, you, you, you're messing around with your fantasy, you're on your phone, checking your players, you're, yeah. you're wheeling, you're dealing, all that other stuff. Do you know how to make sure your fantasy season ends up being a fantasy for her? How? 
You gotta go to Touch of Romance, man. You gotta oh, go to Touch yeah. of Romance. That's a great place. Go pick up some toys. It's yeah. the best you can do in adult entertainment. You get your toy, you got cock rings, you got Doc Johnson's fuck machine, which Damn is called right. Yeah. It's called the Power Banger. Yeah. And it delivers superior power and endless deep pleasure. It's 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 unmatched. I'm gonna tell you what you do, man. What do you do? Early in the morning when you're watching the fantasy show. Do it. You know, check on your injuries and everything early. Mess with her in the morning. And then right after the uh, late game, mess with her again before the uh, the 5 o'clock game comes on. Exactly. Touch of Romance. Get the products. Touch of Romance makes that all available. Right. You can find them by going to loverspackage.com. Remember, you get 35% off purchases over $125. And also, do you know what else they do, doggy? What? They give you classes. If you're in the L.A. area. No shit. Yes, they do. You can go and see the Restraints and Ropes Workshop, where they're talking about bondage. That's what they're talking about, dog. Oh, my goodness. They have workshops on bondage. They have workshops. That sounds fun. On squirting. Wow. It's all true. So go ahead. Check out your people at Touch of Romance, loverspackage.com to find out more information for all of your adult entertainment needs. Yeah, make time for your wife. And now we move on. We move on to sneaky play now. I got ahead of myself for sneaky play of the week. Um, I'm gonna say these are two things. This is a sneaky play, but these are more like sneaky not plays, if you know what I mean. And I'll tell you what I mean. James Robinson, surprise rookie. I mean, just valuable rookie of the year. I I got him in the tenth round. I'm sure people got him beyond that or whatever. Picked him up off waiver wire. Really good pickup. The cat has two 30-point games. Has, has been solid for Jacksonville. Um, looks to have an even more impressive second half of the season because their quarterback's banged up. So you think, oh, okay, James Robinson is going to be his team. It's his offense, whatever. That may be so. I'm, I'm starting him this week because I have to. However, keep in mind that when he plays the Houston Texans this week, Houston also knows that you know that they don't have a, a starting quarterback in. They got a rookie Name is it Luton or Louboutin or whatever the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like the shoes, like Louboutin. So they got Louboutin in the game, and the Houston Texans are not dummies. They might stack the box against poor James Robinson. So that may make his his ability to eat a little tougher. Um, I'm still going to play him. Uh, You probably are still going to play him, but it's something to watch. As we move along, um, this rookie quarterback, how long he plays, how much respect he gets from defenses, because running against eight-man boxes is not a great way to continuously build up fantasy points. Um, so keep that in mind as a possible sneaky not play, if you will. And also another sneaky not play. Just because Cam Newton and the New England Patriots are struggling does not mean you run out and go get the New York Jets defense to play against them. Okay, The Jets are still the Jets. Uh, Bill Pelichick has had a week to look at that Kansas City New York game, like I mentioned earlier, and I expect fireworks from Cam Newton this week. He, I mean, you got to beat the Jets. You know I mean, right. so yeah, just because they turn the ball over, I get it. They turn, they've turned the ball over. They've struggled on offense. Please don't associate that with New York Jets football because New York Jets football. It's like a bunch of monkeys trying to fuck a football. It's terrible. It's, 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 and it's like, 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 you don't know what's going on. It's moving around, so on and so forth. So, yeah, don't don't get overhyped on New England's mistakes on offense. Uh, stay away from the Jets on defense. Doggy, what's your sneaky play of the week? Man, I couldn't wait. I was waiting on this all show. Yeah. Antonio Brown. Oh, sneaky, sneaky. 
I told you guys in week what, two or three, four and five, uh, to go ahead and get Antonio Brown. Um, I'm putting him in my flex, you know, and uh, he's seeing you this week, Brian. I can't so wait to meet him. Uh, Tom Brady is going to try to get him in the box. You know, he's going to try to get acclimate him in there. And, and one thing about Tom Brady and Antonio Brown, Antonio Brown runs routes that Tom Brady loves. You know what I mean? So because you can't guard him. He's always open. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Let's be double team. So uh, that's going to be my sneaky play of the week. And let's, I look for Antonio Brown to have like 20 points. Yeah. Well, I look forward to meeting both you and Antonio Brown's weirdly unattractive mustache in game in week nine. So I can win game number seven and get into the playoffs. So I've said it. I'm ready to put my foot down on Doggy's neck. And I, yeah, I see you starting Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams tonight. I don't care. Like I said, I hope they both end up with about two points. So that's where we are, folks. Show number 50. Um, Dog and I heading off the you know rematch of the final last last year. Week nine. It, it's either put up or shut up right now at this point. Yeah, it is basically. Yeah. So Doug, nothing to talk about. Nothing else to talk about. Dog, do you have any words to the wise for the folks who are listening for week nine? Yeah, you know, if you guys need to make a trade, uh, try to trade, the, uh, get the, um, the vulnerable. <laughs> the, guys, the guys in your uh, league that are in 12th and at the bottom barrel, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So just try to try to get their team, man. They probably uh, mentally, they're out of it. Some guys give up mentally. You know, I don't. I never give up. Yeah. So, uh, you know, just get what you can, make your team strong, and... Uh, Try to get into that sixth spot at least. Yeah, it's all about it's all about getting into the playoffs, playing in the postseason. So uh, you know, just do what you have to do to you know get your bench strong, your team strong, and that's it, man. And just win. Yeah, win every week. That's the goal. Um, you can find me at b underscore m b b f p like my big black fantasy podcast on Facebook at the same handle. Uh, dog, bad luck to you tonight. Bad luck to you for the week. Bad luck to you for the rest of the season. Because I, yeah. you know, it's 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 always a better league when you're competitive. But I wouldn't be upset yeah. if you didn't make the playoffs this year. I'm just going to say that. So <laughs> I, 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 I hope girly goes out with a hamstring or something. Thank you. I hope that all of Antonio Brown's illegitimate children show up and. Uh, basically, stay out in front of his car in his parking lot and don't allow him to drive to the game. That's what I hope. I hope, I hope Alvin Kamara stays questioned when it's a game time decision. Yeah, I hope Aaron Rodgers trips <laughs> <laughs> trips over his ego and and sprains an ankle, so he doesn't play for you tonight. That's what I hope. So I hope. <laughs> I, hope <laughs> I, I hope Butner. I hope he just pulls up a hamstring and he's out for the game so you won't get any field goals. Oh, well, I appreciate all of that. And I wish you nothing but failure tonight and for the rest of the season. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, man. Yeah, and I say that with love. Oh, man. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 hey. All right, everybody. It's been a great show. Um, we'll check in next week. Hopefully go get that win and, uh, you know, Keep 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 grinding. It's it's the it's the meaty part of the season, folks.
Peace out.